This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, July 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. CDFA may consider a carbon market. Table grapes are up. Senate GOP readies ag aid and last stop for landmark lands bill. CDFA looks to public-private partnership for healthy soils. CDFA and the Air Resource Board, or CARB, will hold a series of workshops beginning next week, exploring ideas for public-private partnerships for the Healthy Soils Program. CDFA notes that an advisory panel for the program has received several proposals to expand it. In a statement, CDFA Secretary Karen Ross called this a perfect time to explore cost-share programs that could expand the acreage in the incentives program. Remember, CDFA will likely be discussing a way to monetize the program's climate benefits through a carbon offset market. In January, a coalition of businesses presented the idea to an advisory panel as well as to CARB and some legislators. The panel also heard an idea for CDFA to partner with a program that levies a 1% surcharge on diners to support carbon farming. Table grapes faring well during the pandemic. Strong retail buying and healthy snacking trends are behind a recent boost for the table grape industry. That according to a new report from Rabo Research. The supply of California grapes has remained strong. Shipments from Mexico, however, have been delayed due to the pandemic. This is helping the industry escape a relatively flat market over the past 15 years, according to the report. As in many other sectors, table grapes are challenged with rising labor costs, increased competition, decreasing water availability, and volatile prices. Yard trucks are going electric at nut facilities. Tree nut haulers and processors in the San Joaquin Valley have received 17 electric yard trucks, according to the Western Agricultural Processors Association. The trucks come by way of partnership with CARB, the Valley Air District, EPA, and an electric vehicle manufacturer. The first-of-its-kind program was made possible by combining state and federal incentives funding programs over the span of two years. Nearly all the trucks have now been delivered to the facilities. Senate GOP looks to boost CCC. Democrats and Republicans are a long way yet from agreeing on a new coronavirus relief package. But a member of the Senate GOP leadership, Iowa Senator Johnny Arts, tells AgriPulse the Republican proposal will include its $20 billion in new spending authority for USDA under the Commodity Credit Corporation account. Why it matters? Well, the USDA still has $14 billion left over from the CARES Act, but the department also needs the CCC to account to make Farm Bill program payments to farmers in October. One expert who follows the issue tells AgriPulse that USDA might need the account replenished again before the end of the year, even with an extra $20 billion in the aid package. For more on the aid negotiations, including new requests for aid, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. We also have the latest on trade issues with China, plus a look at the farm policy issues at play in a key Senate race. USDA plans third round of food boxes. Despite continued criticism on Capitol Hill, 
Greg Iba says USDA will soon announce plans to solicit bids for a third round of food box deliveries that will likely total $500 million to $700 million. Republicans on the Ag Subcommittee praised the program for giving farmers a chance to sell fruit, produce, meat, and dairy that might have gone to waste. Democrats, led by Marsha Fudge of Ohio, said the program has suffered from a lack of transparency and oversight. She said a program intended to feed the hungry that fails to operate consistently and equitably for all people across the nation is unacceptable. Now take note, some 35.4 million boxes were delivered during the program's first round based on the invoices USDA has received. The goal was $40 million. House set to pass permanent land funding. The House is scheduled today to clear the Great American Outdoors Act, which would permanently authorize the Land and Water Conservation Fund at $900 million a year. Cattle and sheep producer groups unsuccessfully tried to stop the bill in the Senate, arguing it would give federal agencies free reign to acquire new lands. President Trump is expected to sign the bill, which is a win for two vulnerable Western Republican senators, Cory Gardner of Colorado and Steve Daines from Montana. The House also will take up a four-bill fiscal 21 spending measure this week, including funds for USDA, FDA, EPA, and the Interior Department. The House Rules Committee meets this afternoon. They'll consider what amendments will be considered on the House floor. Rural suicide measure included in defense bill. The House yesterday passed a defense reauthorization bill that includes provisions aimed at combating rural suicides. The provision, sponsored by Representative Anthony Brindisi, a New York Democrat, would direct USDA to develop a voluntary program for training agency employees in detecting and managing stress in farmers and ranchers. USDA also would be required to convene a task force to assess the causes of and best ways to alleviate mental stress in farmers and in ranchers. Bayer to offer carbon payments. Bayer, the seed and chemical giants, kicking off a climate initiative this fall that will pay about 1,200 farmers in the U.S. and Brazil for keeping carbon in the soil. Farmers would be rewarded for using practices such as no-till and planting cover crops. Bayer said it plans to expand the initiative to other areas. Government, industry, and non-governmental organizations all have been placing more emphasis in recent years on the use of soil, specifically in agriculture, in the fight against climate change. Here's today's He Said It. It's like if I'm a student and my teacher gives me a week to do my homework and I don't turn my homework in during that week, I blame the teacher. That assembly member Adam Gray of Merced arguing that the state water board failed to act on renewing a license for a hydroelectric facility. Federal agencies stepped in and now California is suing those agencies for overreach. You can read more on the story in the AgriPulse West newsletter later this morning. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, July 22nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.